Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Edward's Review, where, oh wow, happy Halloween everyone, here is part two of the Halloween recap. So of course, I ended at Halloween H2O back in 1998, so fast forward at least a good four years uh, after that, uh, we're at Halloween Resurrection. Now for those who may have seen it or probably saw it on some sort of a media app, that when Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Laurie, wanted to go off uh, of the whole series, she literally stated that, hey, we started here at H2O, where I go a little crazy, and then when we revealed that when she unalived the wrong person, she goes nutso and went to an insane asylum. Oh, this is my own interpretation of what she meant, but even so... Uh, the last confrontation, uh, the last confrontation between Laurie and Michael, ends on the roof where he does do the deed, but he releases her. Uh, in a matter of the villain actually won, but he didn't really won, because uh, in Halloween Resurrection, which we do have uh, Tara Banks, Buster Rhymes, in uh, Tom Thomas. Uh, Katie Sackhoff and you think I'm joking no it's literally Katie Sackhoff in that film uh, and the movie surrounds its premise on a uh, reality show where they're actually filming at the actual location where Michael used to grow up literally the Myers house so of course you know there was a few theatrical if you will uh, during the setup of course uh, not all reality shows are that theatric but even so there will be some things that's happening for other people so without being said of course we do have a final confrontation where Michael literally gets bust up by Buster Rhymes and having ourselves a lone survivor because someone of her audience, so to speak, and her social media, which this was an early stage of social media, by the way, that we find ourselves in a heap of, you know, heap of help right there. So, of course, that's kind of like what it ends in 2002's Halloween Resurrection. So, it leads us to, leads us to our next seg- segue uh, after a good five-year hiatus, if you will, of hearing about Mike Myers and all that, we have Rob Zombie's take uh, on the Halloween franchise. So, to understand, this is a totally different storyline. Right? We already ended the original Carpenter line. We kind of, like, killed it, so to speak. But even so, uh, how it ended didn't feel right for some filmmakers, some of us, you know, fans. So, of course, Razami took the reins on his take of Halloween, how he felt uh, it should have been kind of told in in some sort of ways. Of course, we have uh, Scout uh, Thomas, uh, Taylor, Tom, uh, Scott Taylor, uh, again, Daniel Harris, but it's only a different role because she's in the other role of Lori's Friends. And um, Malcolm McDowell. Now, we all know what Malcolm McDowell does with uh, Rob Zombie on that one, now can we? Of course, uh, with Rob Zombie's take, uh, we were retold the same story, if you will, this remake, 
uh, how Myers actually became a little disgruntled. So, of course, from the original 1979-78 version of Halloween, we did get somewhat an ideal uh, accuracy, if you will, of how Michael's home life is being told by the zombie's eyes. And, of course, you know, back in, you know, back in the 70s, you know, not a lot of poshy neighborhoods were uh, back then, you know. The 70s was crazy times, you know. It was towards the end of uh, love, hate, and deal and all that, right? So, of course, with Zombie's Take, he probably gave us, like, a grungier, uh, battered, if you will, uh, lifestyle that not only we're being reminded that this was the 70s, this is towards something that's remarkably uh, supposed to be promoting free love and all that, and we're entering a phase of error, so to speak, on on something disgruntled. You know? Of course, uh, unlike the original, we didn't know that you know there was a third uh, Meyer sibling. We didn't know that until we found out on this one. And of course, you know, if you if you want to get a good, decent play-by-play -play of how this was, um, this this film could have set in like the '80s because you got to understand if we're gonna meet Lori uh, in this in this Rob Zombie version, this is like towards like the mid-80s or early 80s, to be more precise, because we're seeing uh, Lori as a baby. And it's not really Lori, it's going to be Boo. Or Angel, or... It, it's a very difficult name with this one. Of course, we also see uh, Michael's big sister, his stepdad, and his mom. Now, his mom is a hard worker, uh, portrayed by Mary, uh, Sherry Moon Fry. Uh, my bad. Uh, Sherry Zombie. You know, uh, which goes to show that, hey, family's family. <laughs> and William Forsythe uh, being the stepdad, which, you know, I think he played that role way too well. Because he sounded very disgruntled with it. So, of course, we're seeing the upbringing of it. And believe it or not, if you stare closely at the cast uh, in the beginning part of the film, you notice that uh, there is Daryl Sabrina, which plays Truni from the uh, Spy Kids series. And I have to admit, he he grown as a remarkable person. Uh, on the film, so you you assume that you're gonna see you know the the redhead curly kid. No, you're gonna see a profound actor who studied the role very carefully and portrayed a bully in it. So of course that's you know fun for everyone. And of course you know what progress later on yes of course we see ourselves uh, we see ourselves looking at scouts and 
who plays the adult Myers on this one is Tyler Maine, the uh, known pro wrestler slash stunt actor slash profound uh, person. Now, and truth be told, in, in two films that Zombie made, he made an unrated one, which brings a uh, traditional reason how he was released, and that does that whole humane craziness in the theatrical, if you will. So, of course, the other one, even though unrated, it's also uncensored much. So it's very, like, ugh. So, you know, there's more scenes, there's more added things. Yes, of course, you get to see Dan Cal Harris uh, portraying the role as her uh, best friend. But, you know, even so, there is some part of the original didn't make it into the remake. Um, what I was surprised about was that uh, Laurie's parents were becoming unalive in the scenes. There's a lot of things happening for this movie, so that was promptly uh, good enough as it is. We're also brought to Halloween 2, which is like two years after the first one, which we only brought back a little bit of scenes here and there. Uh, the reason being is that, again, uh, due to budgets and all that, there's always a, another cut of the same thing. So there's, like, more storytelling by zombie. That being said, uh, I would highly recommend the zombie films uh, to kind of, like, give us a, a, at least a taste of what to come with the next one. Even so, uh, we are we're befaffled after nine years uh, after hearing that the return of Laurie Strode on 2018's Halloween was going to be coming into uh, into frame, coming to theaters. And some of us were still hardcore Mike Meyer fans. You know, there's a lot of things happening. So, we find ourselves looking uh, decades after the first Halloween, being again, Halloween again, Retconning not only the second film, or at least up to the second film, and then kind of wiping the state clean again, you know? So, again, just like uh, Halloween H2O, we literally just, like, wipe away, like, decades of being... watching Mike Myers, uh, unaliving a lot of people to get to his sister, or his niece, or his nephew, and find ourselves like Lori kind of lived a normal life but she lived a feared life where she constantly feels like she's got to be on on a struggle on the move and all that so of course uh, we have ourselves uh, having her protecting her daughter which is Judy Gurr and her granddaughter um, I, I already escaped the name on that one by knowing that Michael have again escaped the Sin Asylum to come after her once more, but she's in a cabin and she literally put it up in smoke. Like literally. Which brings us to and sadly the pandemic kinda stopped this. Bring us to Halloween Kills, which is twenty twenty one. Now since I wanted to like quickly go over the one to go over here, there's things that I would like to make mention. One of which is, yes, 
Mike Myers did what he did. It is just like the pandemic. He gets to everyone. That's one. Two. Please, people. Mike Myers don't discriminate. He literally goes after whomever. And I have seen reports. I've seen many tales about what happened with the storyline. Please, people, give me a break. Alright? I've seen the stories. I've heard what it is. I've seen the movie. But you gotta understand. If, and I'm saying if, if you feel triggered or feel unhappy how it happened, let me give you the facts. One, horror monster creatures of any difference doesn't give two licks if the person is of a gender neutral deal. Everyone gets the chevy. Even everyone of a non-binary standards. It doesn't matter who it is. That's how monster movies are. And to be honest, ooh, whoop-de-doo, he unalive a gay couple. Please. There is nothing in a rule book that says that monster horror creatures or beings states that they can't go after everyone. Oh, oh, I'm a monster. Oh, oh, I will go after who I can go after. Straights? Okay. Unbelievers? Okay. Gays? Oh, no, I can't go after them. Please. Everyone is the same boat. All right? So I want to put that to rest because of the mere fact that, yes, Michael did what he did at the end of the film. But it's not like he wasn't going to get caught. And of course, you know, we have the stars of it. You know, we have repeating rules of Lori, Lori's daughter, Lori's granddaughter. Um, I was actually surprised that Anthony Hall... Uh, play Tommy on this one as well as having the returning character who originally played Lindsay back in her role as Lindsay as the uh, found adult in this one so yeah I'm surprised about that uh, also a few others that actually reprise their roles on certain things like uh, the nurse uh, in Halloween 2, she did it, uh, uh Sheriff, uh, back then, he also reprised his role as well. So, for this one, I'm stellar surprised that, uh, the filmmakers who made this one, uh, brought back some of the original, uh, cast that made the first two movies believable. And at the same time, I am quite surprised that the cast themselves uh, were casted as well as in many things. However, I can agree that I don't like how he quickly dispatched Tommy in that thing because, well, I mean, come on. I gotta realize, it's Mike Myers. He makes the unlive unalive. So, yeah, I understand that part. 
But even so, we are preparing to do another Halloween movie, which is going to come out next year. Because I believe these filmmakers did, at this very point, did what normally other filmmakers do. They made a continuation while filming the same movie. I mean, it happens, you know? It happens because when someone writes a good story and they want to make sure that they have parts of the movie being able to film, they literally just, like, put it all on a slab and see, okay, what what can we cut? What can we continue on? What can we get rid of? And what could be put out there? Therefore, we won't get any uh, slandering and everything. Because you know for a fact that even I know for a fact that this is not all the footage or not all the idea concept that put these things together. You know? Let's face it, you know, it's Mike Myers. If you want to do the genre or the story of Mike Myers right, you literally have to pull all the stops in order for it to actually, like the title ends, uh, like the title is, Halloween Ends. So, yeah, I mean, we had a decent storyline to begin in 2018. And as for Halloween Kills, that continues that mayhem, causing to make us think internally how we see the monster without being seen the monster. It's kind of like a psychological thing that I believe that is totally different. And how it ends... Well, that's going to be like a big soccer right there, you know? You'd literally be be odd wondering, like, how is Lori going to, you know, get out of this or, you know, for someone else to be in this, you know? <laughs> I mean, today of all days, Halloween. My God, I'm actually in the middle of trying to get this this marathon of mine done. And even so, this is like, you know, this is something I would like to end once in a while. But even so, this is something totally different. So, of course, I'm going to end today's episode uh, with this minor note uh, for the channel, of course. The episodes you're hearing right now, these are on both my perspective as well as a recap for my own idea, uh, for my own concept of what I believe. And even so... uh, these films that I've seen, I've reviewed, I've watched, even though they are good stories and classic reminders of how we can make the story better, it is also uh, an idea that this is something that we also have to look ourselves into the majority of the time. So, that being said, I thank you guys for listening through the entire month of October, of my list of my ideas of the marathons, and uh, to you know, kind of nitpick of what I do uh, for for my channel. Now, again, I'm going to go through another retroactive uh, change again, but at least I know that uh, in this channel, uh, as many others would. Uh, I'm happy that you guys are listening. I'm glad that you at least hear an episode or two. Um, I might be a little busy next month. So if you don't hear much out of me on next month, hey, Christmas, who knows? Uh, 
even so, there, there's like a lot of Christmas films to think about, but even so, to do it like what I do just now, it's not going to take that long, but even so, there are going to be some movies that I would like to mention, and who knows, maybe a film series. So again, I thank you for listening uh, to the entire series. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying Halloween as much as I am. And as always, take care. Till then. Hey guys, I want to thank you for uh, listening uh, to my podcast. I'm also known known to be over at not only Spotify, but as well as oh wow, I'm also on Spotify, Breaker, uh, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Public uh, Radio Public. So yeah, if you guys want to keep on listening, uh, besides me covering certain stories, uh, just shoot me a message on my review page uh, over at anchor.fm forward slash Edward dash Castro 5. That is uh, C-A-S-T-R-O and as a joke, no relation.